it's time to go straight up demon time when it comes to appointment setting mastery, okay? Because I'm going to walk you through an end-to-end -end understanding of our appointment setting thesis. And what I'm going to specifically talk with you guys in this video is going to be what I call the art of converting attention or interest into a sales conversation with an educated prospect in your calendar. And listen, by the end of the video, just a gloomy till the end, I promise you that I'm going to show you and I've completely destroyed the myth of not having enough leads, okay? As a matter of fact, near the end of the video, I'm going to talk about how in reality, if anything, what most people have is actually overwhelmed and paralysis by analysis simply because of the amount of opportunities that exist out there. It's not like people don't have leads. It's mostly that there are so many leads out there that you don't know what to do, okay? Again, there is an entire process that I'm going to walk you through so that you can know how to go around it. And not only that, guys, in the last six months, just so you guys know, we've been able to book 332 sales appointments without even trying too hard. As a matter of fact, you can see that our sales process overall is intentionally really hard, meaning that we don't send people directly through a book a call funnel. And I actually just have some screenshots in here for you guys to see. Of course, it says uh, from the last 365 days, but if you can see, we actually opened the Calendly account uh, near the end of January, okay? So in reality, it's more like seven months, but you can see in these six to seven months, we've been able to book 332 meetings. And listen, there are tons of YouTube videos out there of people that show you how to book calls, how to book appointments, but either they have super big audiences, in which case it's super easy to book appointments, or number two, they themselves are struggling to book meetings, okay? So I'm going to show you the things that work for us, that work for our clients, and this is going to be battle-tested so, so that you can learn everything and apply it in your company right off the bat, okay? Also, this is only, of course, that we've booked from album prospecting and paid ads, okay? Meaning that, Everything that we've booked from our YouTube channel, from our Twitter, or from our newsletter is not contemplated in these stats, okay? So yeah, of course, just so you guys know, there's a thing of two that you can learn from us when it comes to appointment setting. So before we begin the video, guys, as always, make sure to watch this video at 2x speed, not only because you will save yourself some time, but because you're going to learn everything faster and implement even faster, okay? And last thing, if you want to get access to this document, it's absolutely for free. You just gotta go to my free Facebook group with the link in the description. That said, let's just begin with the video, but as always, thank you for watching. When it comes to appointment setting, what we do is that we actually convert attention into book meetings, okay? But most people struggle too much in the process of conversion without even thinking to themselves, like, how do they actually generate attention, okay? And I'll be the first one to tell you guys, there are essentially three ways in which you can generate attention for you to have opportunity channels to start combos and ultimately book calls. The first one is essentially just paid advertisement. The second way is organic content. And the third way is album DMs, okay? Like album campaigns. All of these three buckets or all of these three vehicles generate attention for you or an appointment setter to convert the leads you generate in this fashion to book calls in your calendar, okay? And in my last video, I shared about how to build a high-performing or high-converting album prospecting campaign, which, of course, empowered by your organic content marketing, creates artificial demand by forcing the marketplace to pay attention to you. And just so you guys know, how is this attention manifested in the form of album prospecting campaigns? Very simple, guys. It's simply through positive replies. If you think about it, every single time that you're running album prospecting campaigns, whatever it's called email, call DMs, cold calls, whatever it might be, and somebody replies positively to your initial touch point, essentially what they are saying is, yeah, I'm interested in that thing that you have to say. And of course, there are different angles, etc. But the point I'm trying to make is that in album campaigns, a positive reply is the attention. And in that video, I also share common misconceptions that most people make you believe. And the main misconception that if you're just getting started, I mean, if you're between zero all the way to maybe 10K per month, I'm just going to tell you straight up about what it is. It is that 
you are thinking that album prospecting is the same thing as appointment setting. And that's what, because that's what most people make lead you to believe. When in reality, appointment setting is a conversion mechanism to convert the attention, like I was saying just before, which can be generated and manifested in different ways, shapes, and forms. Okay, so for example, when it comes to ads, which is a one-to-many vehicle, for example, you can run IGDMs from your ads, leads in opting pages, new Facebook members, etc. All of those people or all of those opportunity channels or all of those vehicles is a one-to-many approach, which ultimately allows you to have a touch point for you to convert people into a book meeting. Okay? The second way is um, simply content, which is another one-to-many vehicle, where maybe you can get um, likes, comments, people relying, replying to your stories, new followers, or like I like to say, action takers, because every single one of these actions is implicitly a permission for you to reach out. Okay? That's at least the way I like to see it, and it's actually uh, better if you believe like that. Okay? The third way is simply album DMs, which is a one-to-one vehicle, which is essentially just manifested in the form of replies from your album campaigns. Okay, then once you're clear on these different fashions or these different vehicles for you to book appointments, the role of the appointment setter is to facilitate slash shorten the time frame from someone demonstrating interest to them booking a call. And this is by proactively engaging with the lead flow you get regardless of the funnel. That's what we're going to do with appointment setting. Instead of this process taking one year from someone to from start consuming your content to end up booking a meeting with you, what we're going to do instead is simply engage proactively in the conversation to see the pain points that the prospect has, maybe share a specific resource that is going to, you know, make them understand and get educated on your process and your solution to ultimately end up booking meetings with you. Make sense? So that's what we're going to talk about in this video. And by the way, I'm going to do an entire masterclass. This is part one. This video should be released on a Monday. Then that means that on Thursday, this next Thursday, part two of this video is going to be released. Okay? So make sure that you actually like the video and subscribe to the channel in case that you're not so that you don't lose that one. And if you're getting any value whatsoever so far in this video, make sure to leave a like. Let's first start with part one, guys. And I want to start off, first of all, by talking about appointment setting psychology, lead awareness, and traits of successful appointment setters. Because before we talk about tactics and processes and strategies and everything, we need to make sure that we understand the foundational work that is required for you to book appointments in the first place, okay? And listen, the most important thing needed to get results from your album setting efforts is what I call awareness, both in terms of your lead's personal circumstances, like the prospect what they are really struggling and looking, feeling right now, as well as the platform where you're having a conversation with them and that time, okay? Once you have those three things in place, you are going to have great awareness of what the appointment setting process should look like depending on every prospect, okay? So when it comes to circumstances, let me just walk you through what I mean by that. The question we need to ask ourselves when it comes to circumstances is what generated that conversation with this specific prospect? For example, did the prospect reply to an album DM? Because of course, if that's the case, you need to be more casual and apply a little bit more energy to push them through the conversation. Does that make sense? The problem is that most people just like to apply a copy-paste script to every single prospect, thinking that that's going to be enough for people to accept hopping on a call with you. When in reality, what you got to do is for every single prospect, have different SOPs and frameworks, because depending on the state of mind of the prospect, that's where you're going to maximize the conversions, right? For example, it's different to, to book a call with someone who replied to a cold email than it is to reply to someone who has been in your Facebook group for two years. You make an action post and they say, yeah, I'm ready to go. You're not going to follow the exact same process, okay? And you can go and watch this video that I have in here in this document where I walk you through how to use uh, organic content to get clients, but most importantly, to support your album prospecting efforts. And again, we'll see more details once we talk about the combo framework, which is the framework that I created to book appointments and that I created for you to take someone from no context, just interest, opportunity channel, all the way to a book on your calendar, okay? And that's going to be in the second part. So now that we're clear on that, we need to start talking about the platform to actually consolidate the levels of awareness that we can have with our leads. So what the platform means is essentially, where are you talking, <laughs> okay? Because for example, if you're on LinkedIn, you want to be more polite, less flashy, more, you know, more fake, if that makes sense. 
Number two, on Instagram, of course, you want to be more casual and assume that you're talking pretty much with a friend. On Facebook, same thing as Instagram, etc. So hopefully you get my point. And once you master this, you're going to be able to understand in, in terms of awareness how to combat or how to tackle the different ways in which you can get prospects on your pipeline. So it's really important to be clear on that. Now I want to talk about the traits of successful appointment setters because when it comes to appointment setting, it's easy to just get fixated in thinking that the outcomes or the outputs of the actions that we're making is essentially what dictates the success of our campaigns. And to a certain degree, it does. But in reality, if we're business owners, we need to think more in terms of the processes regardless of the outcomes. The first trait that we need to make sure that we follow when it comes to appointment setting is we need to have logic over emotions. And what that means is that, yes, we need to focus on volume, KPI tracking, and CRM management, because what can happen is the following. You're going to watch this video, and you're going to end up with everything you need to book appointments. But maybe what is going to happen is that today, let's say that you follow one of our KPIs, which is doing 100 follow-ups per day. So you do that today. Let's say that you book 10 calls. You're going to be, oh, Enrique, like, this is the best video that I've ever seen in my life. Now you saved my life, and you, you saved my business, whatever it might be. But tomorrow, you do 100 follow-ups, and maybe you book only one. And you go like, mm, maybe that video was not as good. Enrique lied to me and whatever it might be. Okay? Listen to this, guys. When it comes to KPI tracker and when it comes to strategies, you cannot rely yourself either in how you're feeling, number one. And number two, you cannot just take the entirety of the success of a campaign by the outcomes that you receive from one day. Okay? Because let's do something. Follow my advice, like you're going to learn in this video, for 90 days and tell me that you didn't book at least 100 meetings. It's going to be nearly impossible if you actually follow the KPIs and the instructions. But guess what? Right now, you're going to say, yeah, man, that's something that I'm committed to doing. But in the moment, every single day, during the next 90 days while you're doing the work, that's when things get hard. So you need to be able to, you know, separate yourself from that emotion and actually follow the process regardless of what happens today. Okay? That's the first thing. The second thing is what I call lead prioritization, right? Because something that happens a lot is that people are always looking for more and more and more and more leads. Especially since Alex Hormozzi launched his $100 million leads book. Everybody says, oh, yeah, sometimes the only thing between you and the business you want to run is simply the amount of leads you have, right? And of course, that's, of course, 100% right. I mean, if you have a broken process, you double your leads, you're still going to get double the amount of volume. But before you do more, remember, you should aim to do better, okay? So first of all, fix your, your pipeline, fix your everything, so that you, then you can keep scaling more profitably with less ad spend, with less effort, okay, essentially. But I'm not talking just about that. I'm talking more specifically about prioritization, because most people are just looking for more and more leads, when instead, what they should focus on is in the efficiency and the quality of the lead flow that they already have in any way. So, for example, most people start their workday and what they do is that they immediately start doing outbound DMs, okay? Like to more prospects. When instead, what they should be doing is, first of all, clean their inbox. Like if they have positive replies from any social media platform they're doing album campaigns from, for example, instead of, or, or, or leads that you got from your ads or whatever it might be, instead of going for more leads, how about if you actually don't let your conversations die on your end and then just continue the conversation with your existing leads. Do you think that that's going to yield higher ROI for today? Of course it's going to be. Then, instead of going for outbound DM leads, how about if you focus on your inbound leads that you're getting from your content or from your DM ads or from your lead forms or whatever it might be? And then, how about before you start going for new leads, you actually start doing follow-ups with your prospects who already demonstrated interest to you instead of going for cold leads? Don't you think that is going to be more helpful? Of course it is, right? Once you're done with that, then how about if you go to new conversations with warm leads, people who engage with your content, people who join your Facebook group, people who, whatever, new followers. Make sense? And then maybe you go for, yeah, new followers, group members, and only then at the end you can go for colder leads. But the point I'm trying to make is most people just go for the easy, hey, let's just send more DMs. When in reality, you should be maximizing for lead efficiency and prioritization. Number three, that you need to move fast, okay? For example, you're doing the follow-ups, and in the time you're doing the follow-ups, somebody replies to you, 
stop whatever you're doing because people are going to reply to you the fastest and you have the most likelihood of booking the meeting when somebody's over there on the chat already just replying to you, okay? So make sure that you actually move fast when it comes to this process. Number four, guys, use your brain and common sense. And unfortunately, as the phrase goes, common sense is not as common as we'd like it to be, okay? So for example, if you build an OCP for your appointment setters and where you are going to ask, let's say, three to four qualifying questions before booking somebody on a meeting, and then you have someone that is immediately saying, yeah, I have the resources, I'm looking to book a call. You could immediately book a call with a person, but you decide to just keep asking three or four extra questions and you lose the lead. Of course, use your common sense. If somebody is good to go, don't prolong things more than they need to, and vice versa. If somebody is super cold and going for the pitch right now, build some connecting questions. And again, these are the type of things that in the next video we're going to talk about more in how to actually go about the actual conversation in the DMs with people, but hopefully you get my point. Use common sense and your brain, okay? Number five, they understand that consistency of actions equals consistency of outcomes. And this is also why we always like to say at my business, Royland, our biggest mission is to actually solve operations because most people don't have a lack of understanding or knowledge or they lack a marketing or sales strategy. What most of you guys are lacking is simply the operations in place to handle the actual workload that needs to happen for you to be consistent at your marketing actions and your sales activities. Make sense? So that's why we actually make, we want to make sure that regardless of the outcomes, we simply keep consistent on the KPIs. Number six, and this is the, the and this is one of the pro tips that I can give you, and this is something that I learned from some of my mentors. It is that you want to use power hours, okay, or deep work sessions when it comes to appointment setting, especially when the appointment setter is also the business owner. Especially, I mean, if you are a solopreneur, this this is something that you should be doing yourself. And it is that. Yeah, during the entire day, you should be doing appointment setting. And what I mean by that is that if you get a prospect, an inbound lead, or somebody who is willing to book a call right now, of course, book a call, for, by all means, right? Don't just wait for, for the next power hour to book at the call, right? But that out of the way, something that I've learned immediately just by applying this double the amount of book calls that I have is that I started to schedule back in the day two hours, like one hour in the morning and one hour in the evening, where I would do, just dedicate myself to do in-depth appointment setting, okay? And what that means is that, again, I would just follow the SOP of every single time, just cleaning out my inbox, then once I clean out my inbox, I do the follow-ups and then I just focus on appointment setting. I don't have to be focused at that timing, um, answering client questions or communication or managing my sales activities or writing content. Those two hours are literally just meant for you guys to dedicate towards booking appointments, okay? And if you do that, it's going to, you're going to, I promise you guys, book more meetings simply because of the dedicated work that you're doing. Now that we have that out of the way, I want to start talking about opportunity channels and initial circumstances for appointment setting. And this is this works for outbound, for inbound, and for the group funnel, okay? And again, like I told you guys, I'm going to destroy at this point the myth of you not having enough leads, like you say, because what you will see is that at any given time, if anything, most people simply get paralysis by analysis because of the amount of leads that exist at any given time. And what you gotta do is simply focus on taking action and converting all of this attention into book calls. So of course, this doesn't mean that you'll simply send messages to all of the leads that you could message, but remember, because of course you want to remember the importance of prioritizing your leads. Before we even begin talking about who to talk with and what to say to these people, what we need to define is when it's the right time to start conversations with potential prospects, okay? The best way to understand when to talk to a prospect is by understanding which are the circumstances that generate opportunities to have conversations. At a high level, just at a super high level, guys, regardless of your platform of choice or the ads that you're running, there are generally speaking four instances that generate appointment setting opportunities. All right, guys, so the first one is when you have a reply from an album campaign, like we discussed previously, and you get a positive reply, that generates attention and you have a conversation going on. 
The second way, if you have a community join or a new follower or a new group member or whatever it might be, like a new, let's say, entry-level point for a pro from a prospect that is now in your world, that's an opportunity for you to have a new combo. The third way is what I call action takers by content or ads, essentially people who like and engage or comment um, in any way, shape, or form with your content. That's also an opportunity channel for you to have a conversation. And the last one, in any circumstance, is follow-ups. And this is actually weird because this should be the first one, okay? But you got my point. All right, so let's talk about the different opportunity channels that exist and and that at any given time, you can leverage for you to actually book appointments, okay? The first one is follow-ups. And you always want to prioritize follow-ups above any other type of leads in the following order. First, people who you send your calendar to but haven't booked, okay? Those are, of course, your lowest, lowest, lowest hanging fruit. And the second, from oldest lead to newest lead. Because that's another thing. People, let's say, get uh, replies from their album campaigns from yesterday, but what ends up happening at that stage is that they then just focus on the newest leads because, again, most people have this tendency of thinking, oh, my newest leads is the freshest and my hottest. When in reality, if you think about it, your oldest leads are always your hottest ones. Why? Because those are the people that for the longest time have been educated and have consumed your content, especially if you have like a group funnel or an Instagram follower or a Twitter follower, etc. Okay? So, always, first, the Calendly, People who you send their calendar to, and then from oldest lead to newest lead. The beauty of our model is that you always centralize your lead flow regardless of the social media channel and what method raise their attention in a single master CRM where you can always refer back to and not really simply who you need to follow up in which platform they are on. If you go to my most watched YouTube video in this channel, um, it's essentially how I built a master CRM on Google Sheets. Okay, so we have different tabs for the different channels. So you, if you want to do follow-ups from Instagram, go to your Instagram tab. From Twitter, go to your Twitter tab, etc. Okay, and again, uh, Google Sheets is just a perfect tool if you're going to be especially maximizing for album prospecting. But as soon, as soon as you start to get some cash flow coming in and you start to actually start hitting that 10, 15K per month, what I would recommend is you guys do something like ClickUp or maybe SmartSuite or Airtable, okay? In conjunction to Google Sheets. But again, I have lots of videos that you can watch around it. So super, super simple. So we have, for example, you see our Facebook group type of leads. We also have our Instagram leads. We also have our Twitter leads all in one single CRM. So if I wanted to do the follow-ups, I just go and follow this process in here, okay? Super, super simple. And for social media prospecting, I recommend having the same follow-ups across all channels, okay? More on this on the follow-up fundamentals video. And I have like two videos that I published like the previous week that you can go and watch about it so, you, so that you can learn the process that we follow. That's the first one, follow-ups. Now I want to talk about replies from album campaigns, okay? And having to rely on album campaigns to get your feet off the ground is unnecessary but temporary evil. Okay, and until the moment that you crack ads, you need to be maximizing for efficiency on the conversions from your album campaigns, including social media prospecting as well as called email campaigns. Okay, and the process looks something like this: you have your album campaign on Twitter, Instagram, cold email, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever it may be. This leads to reply, positive replies from your prospects. Once you get a positive reply, you add the lead to the CRM. Now that you have the lead in the CRM, you do a combo appointment setting framework. More on that in the next video. Now, if you don't have your first round of clients and are still figuring out your fulfillment process, 100% of our time needs to be spent prospecting on top of your BA's effort in case that you have one, following up with your leads in your CRM, booking calls and closing deals. Okay, that's just a pro, pro tip. If you're, if you're just over here trying to figure out how to set up onboarding automations and you're not having clients, get your priorities straight, okay? Once per week, you will be making a micro VSL and distributing across your Facebook group, funnel, channels, etc., to use for prospecting and to empower your prospecting efforts so that you can start building an audience and empowering your album prospecting. The next step is when you have community joins or new followers, and regardless of what your niche is and what your primary client acquisition channel is, you should have a private Facebook group, yes or yes, to nurture your leads. And you'll learn about that on the playlist that I talked about just now. 
But of course, the priority, priority is not going to be going all out in the group and just relying on this to get clients, especially at the beginning, okay? But as you book calls and start getting organic traffic from YouTube, from Instagram, from Twitter, from LinkedIn, or from whatever landing page or paid ads funnel you're running right now, you have a super, super hot audience that allows you to get clients when you want, not only when you need. So essentially, every single person in your Facebook group is a prospect, okay? And I want to talk about the followers, connections, or friends on Facebook. Essentially, it's the same concept, okay? Every, face, every person that enters your group is a prospect. Implicitly, every new follower, every new connection, every new friend that you get on Facebook is a prospect. So once you get any entry point with this type of people, you can go to the appointment setting flow. You can start an appointment setting flow with them and book meetings. And just as a matter of fact, let me just tell you something. If you say, oh, I still don't have followers, or I don't have group members, or I don't have connections, or I don't have friends, guess what, guys? You can go to one of your competitors, and you can join their free Facebook group, and you can go to these people. If you don't have enough followers, you can go to one of your competitors and go to their followers. If you don't have connections on LinkedIn, go to our, one of your competitors and watch their connections. If you don't have friends, go to one of your competitors and go to... They start sending friend requests and DMing people who are your friends, okay? That's the point, guys. Uh, if, if anything, hopefully you're realizing that, yeah, as a matter of fact, the problem is there are so many leads out there that you are possibly just getting paralysis by analysis because you know how to go to, who to go with, okay? So hopefully this video has been helpful so far in terms of that. And the last type of opportunity challenge you're going to have in order for you to book appointments is what I call action takers, okay? And these are either content engagers or leads from paid advertising. So, as you start to build an audience, the more opportunities you have to get engagement and comments on your content, which ultimately, of course, allows you to start more conversations. And even there, especially in the beginning of your business, when you might want to leverage other people's audiences, etc., while you build yours only to get your first round of sales so that you can run ads as soon as possible, you want to take advantage of your competitors' content, ads, etc. Okay? That said, let's continue with the content and ads opportunity channels. So, okay, so you have your content schedule. Let's say that you're going hard on Twitter, on Facebook, or on Instagram, or LinkedIn, whatever it might be, okay? It doesn't really matter. You have your content schedule which primarily revolves around YouTube micro VSLs, but once or twice per week, you want to sparkle in some character slash affinity content. But essentially, the content schedule produces content. Of course, right? And then from that content, you're going to have two types of leads. You have from your normal content, you're going to have likes and comments, and then you're going to have certain types of content that I call hand raisers, okay? And these are the type of content that you always want to prioritize your leads from because this is where you're going to make promotions or actual offers publicly to your audience so that they raise their hand and essentially manifest that they want to buy something from you, okay? This can be, again, in the form of likes or comments. All of these opportunities, whether it's hand-raising content or normal content, is simply an opportunity channel for you to start appointments and conversations, okay? And this applies for any type of content, including engagement in your Instagram stories, highlights, polls on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter, etc. okay? You get my point? And some examples for you to know what I mean is you can do uh, two steps on your Facebook group, like this one. You can see you can have 191 comments. That's 191 leads on Twitter. You can make these sort of giveaways on Instagram, same idea. These are what I call the handraiser type of post. But you can also do normal content where I essentially share uh, how we use podcasts and why I think that everybody should be having a podcast in 2023 going forward to 2024. Okay. And again, this generates engagement, it generates opportunities, and now I can reach out to these people. Okay. So you guys get clear on everything. When starting appointment setting flows with the content engagers, you always want to like a comment and reply to the comment before you reach out to them privately. Not only because that brings the piece of the content back to the top of your uh, feed or back to your followers' feed, but you can also squeeze as much traffic from it as possible, okay? Once you do that, then you can start a conversation bringing out some of the context and having a connecting questions as usual. And actually, you can use the comment for them to get a notification, the specific prospect, and letting them know like, hey, listen, I send you a message, go ahead and check it out. 
more likelihood of them seeing the message, essentially. And the case for ads is depending on the promise of the ad plus the intention behind the ad. Some examples are this. Let's do running ads. It could be if it's a DM ad, you can deliver the resource, the asset, and start an appointment setting combo. If it's an audience building ad, you can just reach out to the new followers or the traffic ad. If it's a BSL or an opt-in, you can simply call the opt-in after they ask for the resource and take the, the call as a triage, essentially. Then it could be a Facebook group growth landing page. And then what you do is follow the instructions on the Facebook group funnel. All right, guys. So next video is going to be about my combo conversational framework to convert attention to sales goal following a proven process. Five types of questions that you want to tackle and you can plug for any of these opportunities for you to ultimately end up booking meetings. Okay, guys? And if you want to know what working together will look like, we'll have to a link in the description and you can go through my funnel to know, uh, well, 40 plus pages of client case studies, a little bit of our demo on what we would do if we were to work together. And based on that, you can make a decision. But regardless of that, guys, I'm just happy that I'm able to be of help and just excited to be able to share this with you guys, okay? So thank you for your time and see you guys in the next one. Bye.